It's time for Horrenda's Agenda, Bill's reflections on sports and life. A man who has forgotten more about domestic and international hoops than we'll ever know. It's ESPN analyst France Fischilla. Coach, welcome to the Horrendous Agenda podcast. Oh, you're very kind, Bill. Happy to be on. Uh, there's a lot more people that know more basketball than I do, but uh, I'm very lucky that I love what I'm doing, and I've been doing it for a very long time. Absolutely. And, Coach, this has been a very interesting, albeit short, offseason thus far for the Sacramento Kings. Bogdan Bogdanovich, of course, acquired via trade with the Phoenix Suns last draft. He was originally drafted in 2014 by the Phoenix Suns. What can you tell us about his game and your interaction with him? Yeah, you know, this is a young man. I've been fortunate enough. Uh, I haven't seen him in a few years, but we had him at the uh, Adidas Euro Camp back in 2010. And uh, the thing that stands out to me about Bogdan is uh, the great competitor he is. You know, at six foot six, he's got positional shooting guard size, and he can shoot the ball really well. And he's been in so many big games in the Euro League. Um, but I just love his toughness, and it's interesting, Bill, on a young, rebuilding Kings team that uh, has really added some high-character guys, all of a sudden Bogdan at 25 becomes almost the young veteran of this team, almost a guy that uh, guys like De'Aaron Fox and Frank Mason and even Buddy Heald and some of the others can look up to because he not only is a little bit older than most of those guys, but he has had great success at the at the, really the highest level you can have it outside of the NBA. And, uh, you know, if he wasn't the best player in Europe, Europe this year, it was a very short list. So he's coming over in an ideal time. He's in the sweet spot of his young career. And uh, the Kings are rebuilding, and they've put some good young pieces, you know, on the board in this draft. And they get a guy like Bogdan, who, who as you know, they traded for last year and uh, he'll be wearing that King's uniform this season. And, and Coach, talent evaluation to me is one of the toughest uh, things to do in basketball and to forecast. What do you think yep. is a realistic expectation for his initial year in Sacramento? It's a really good question, Bill. He he should. I don't whether he starts or not. And I, a lot of it will depend on how Coach Yeager you know, wants to do this, he's going to definitely be in the rotation. And it, and it very well could be that he becomes the ringleader of a young team. Uh, you know, you and I both know that Buddy Heald finished his uh, rookie year on, a, on an up note with the Kings, shot the ball really well. Um, I, I look at Buddy as being a solid rotation player in the league, you know, for much of his career. But in, in Bogdan, you have a kid – quite frankly, has a chance to be a star. I don't know if he's going to be a star right away or if he'll ever be a star. But the high likelihood is that outside of maybe De'Aaron Fox, um, you know, being taken so early in his career as the fifth pick, it's, it's not going to surprise me if, if Bogdan is the team's, you know, team's leader, the go-to guy, and the guy that the young guys can really learn from. And for Kings fans, Coach, in case you're just joining us to Horrendous Agenda's podcast, this, of course, is ESPN analyst France Fraschilla. And, Coach, what, what, what would be a, a comparison to a current or recent NBA player that you can point to with Bogdan? 
Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I have to, I have to get, I have to get a list of you know rosters out. But what he, what he is, is he's a six foot five, six foot six. You know, I, I, you know, I hate to say Clay Thompson because I think, uh, but, but, but it, quite frankly, you know, that's not a bad comparison. Not in terms of Clay's all star ability, but in terms of the way they play the game as big prototypical guards. Um, and, I, and I don't want to put him in. I don't want to put the pressure on Bogdan right now. But what he does have uh, is a positional size, excellent shooting touch, terrific length because his wingspan is about 6'11", you know, maybe 7 feet. And he's an intense competitor. And the best analogy I could give you and, and uh, it would be that at the, at the level of basketball he has starred at, um, as compared to college basketball in the NBA, college basketball would be double-A baseball. The EuroLeague would be triple-A baseball. And the NBA would be the major leagues. So there's a gap there between the level of success that Bogdan enjoyed in the EuroLeague for Fenerbahce versus guys, quite frankly, that played at North Carolina and Kansas. In fact, Fenerbahce would have beaten North Carolina, the national champion this year, Bill, by 30 or 40 points. They really would have. Wow. They, yeah, they're men. They are. They just are. So Bogdan's played at a high level. Let's just say that he hit 330 in AAA, if that gives you an analogy. Doesn't mean he's going to star right away in the major leagues, but it shows you that he could be a really good NBA player. And, of course, Coach, if he did that, uh, we'd be recruiting him for the Mets. I'm not sure if you're a Mets or a Yankee guy. <laughs> oh, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a I Mets thought fan. so. Yep, yep. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, for sure. <laughs> we, need, but, uh, we need a lot of help. That's right. That's right. Yep. And, and uh, Coach, as far as, like, the Kings draft goes, maybe we'll go a little rapid fire. And, sure. You know, it's interesting, too, because you seem to have this connection, of course, not only internationally – uh, but with all of college basketball, but with the Big 12. So it kind of makes, yeah. you know, the Buddy Heald situation and, and Frank yep. Mason. Uh, if you could just elaborate a, a, a tad more on Buddy Heald and, you know, maybe your experience with him and, and expectation. We'll just go rapid fire through Buddy and then the Kings draft picks. You know, I think, I think Buddy's going to end. I think Buddy's career is going to be as a, as a rotation player and, uh, and, and at times a starter. Um, you saw uh, you saw the success he had at the end of last season. Um, he can really shoot the ball when left open. He's going to be surrounded by good young guards, particularly De'Aaron Fox, who can can really distribute the ball. I don't know if Buddy's going to be an All Star, but starter is in his wheelhouse. And, and if not, I expect him to be in the league a long time as a as a rotation player because one thing he does at the NBA values is a guy that can shoot it from deep. Absolutely. And Coach, going upwards on the Kings draft, Frank Mason out of Kansas. Um, You know what? Junkyard dog. Um, There's only 18 players in the NBA his size, so he's a bit of an outlier. Um, But when you combine his speed and strength, his competitiveness, uh, winning DNA, and probably as importantly, his ability to shoot the ball from outside, what you got, I think, is uh, a solid NBA backup point guard, uh, potentially, uh, in the mold of a C.J. Watson or a, a Earl, you know, Earl Watson, one of those kind of guys. Now, I could be wrong, and he ends up like Isaiah Thomas, and uh, I'd be ecstatic for the young man because I watched him get better every year at Kansas. But uh, 
played himself into the into the high second round, which was something that uh, not a lot of people would have thought could have happened four years ago. But a great kid, uh, plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's from a very tough background in Petersburg, Virginia. And uh, Bill, let's just say Bill Self smoothed out some of the rough edges, but you definitely have a guy that's highly competitive. And Harry Giles, coach, of course, injury questions there. What's yep. your impression and take? Well, it's the old story in the NBA draft. Uh, medical trumps everything. And uh, obviously the Kings felt comfortable with Harry's three surgeries. And if Harry stays healthy, then I see him as being a uh, basically what I would call a high-energy big man. Um, skill level is good, not great. Uh, no knock on him. He's now playing with the big boys in the NBA but uh, good rebounding instincts, high motor guy, and uh, can put it on the floor some, can eventually stretch out to 17 feet. He showed some of that at Duke. Um, and obviously, had he not been hurt, I think he would have been in the top 10, uh, not necessarily in the top three, but certainly a top 10 kind of guy. But high character and high energy forward. And, of course, Coach, you're absolutely right. It used to be checkers, now it's chess. Justin Jackson out of Carolina, another obviously perennial program that the Kings drafted from this season. Yep, uh, and he's and he's coming, you know, he's coming to Sacramento with a national championship under his belt, and that never hurts. Um, the thing, a couple of things that impressed me about Justin this year: number one, his defense got a lot better. Um, his lateral quickness is average, but he really does a good job of using his length. And at times for Kansas was a lockdown defender. Um, he'll have his challenges in the league, but he will definitely give you great effort. And, you know, the shooting stroke has got to uh, be smoothed out. Um, he shot really well the first half of his junior year, not as well down the stretch of the season behind the arc, but he did enough things to help North Carolina win the title. Um, if he can get to where he's making 37% of his NBA threes, um, along with the fact that he's uh, got a really good middle game and a floater game, he's a great kid, uh, great character, um, then he becomes, uh, you know, a potentially a solid wing player. And, of course, Coach, finally at number five, De'Aaron Fox, yet another uh, Calipari disciple to Sacramento. Yep. Yeah, and the thing you love about this kid, and if you haven't found seen it already, Bill, since he's come to town, uh, Kings fans will find this out quickly incredible charisma and a high character guy. I mean, just magnetic personality, uh, you know, good fun loving kid. When Cal recruited him to Kentucky, he called him the general because uh, he was the kind of player that the other guys wanted to follow. That was certainly the case this past season. And uh, what you love is in a league that values speed right now in this pace and space game, uh, he fits that. Uh, the outside shot has got to be honed. Um, that's really important. And then he's just got to physically mature. Um, you know, he's got legs like a bird, but it certainly doesn't help him. Excuse me, it doesn't hurt him uh, get up and down the floor because he can fly. And he'll he'll come into the league as one of the fastest players in the league from day one. But uh, And a good mid-range game, as he showed uh, quite a bit as a freshman. The outside shooting will determine whether he becomes a star or not in the league. Hey, Coach, when you mentioned high character and charisma, many of our listeners may think we're describing you, our guest today. <laughs> and, and finally, Thank you. Coach, 
on on this well i'm very good at you know i'm not a good talent evaluator but i'm good at, at capturing the obvious but coach on this uh frenetic day i mean we're not even to july 1st yet i have to yeah. ask you as we wrap up more surprising chris paul to the rockets or phil jackson in the next parting ways Probably still in the Knicks parting ways because as a Knicks fan, I was, uh, you know, again, I, I, you know, I don't want, I, I want to keep my professional journalist hat on here, but, you know, as a Knicks fan, I was a little surprised a few weeks ago when Phil's contract was extended by James Dolan. And when it was, uh, to the whole five years, I thought, okay, well, you know, it's going to be, uh, Phil's going to ride this out. We heard rumblings about, uh, CP3. Um, and of course it's a, it was a, you know, it was, it, he's a free agent. So, uh, it turns out that I thought I was more surprised by the Jackson firing, but when you look at Houston and what they're doing, um, it, it always seems to me as someone who loves the NBA draft, that despite the drama bill, there's nothing, uh, in the off season, like NBA free agency, it's way more important to teams than the NBA draft as itself itself. And, We've already seen that in the first few hours of uh, of uh, this uh, this Wednesday. And, of course, coaches, you know only four ways to improve trades, free agency, the draft, and skill development. And for everyone, including the Warriors, with their apparent hegemony, you've got yeah. to get busy. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know, the brand-new moves uh, tune. You've got to work on new moves as part of skill development, of course. Uh, yep. Hey, Violet hit. And, Coach, listen, we can't thank you enough for joining us, and uh, we, we look forward to staying in touch throughout the summer as the uh, uh, season eventually evolves, but uh, more optimism in Sacramento than there's been in a very long time. So thanks very much for joining us. My pleasure, Bill. You can follow Bill on Twitter at Bill Horenda and catch him daily on the KFBK Morning News. Yeah, this gas station.